Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. 657 AM. Well, we, we have said quite a lot and stuff. And, uh, of course, there are questions that I ask uh, uh, off air. I don't want to ask on air. Uh, when you hear someone talking something and you say, oh, okay. But now it's fine. Now, it, it happens much of the times that when we uh, go to the aspect of conflicts, many people don't know much about conflict resolutions. Mm-hmm. And they don't know much about emotional intelligence. And uh, if there is anything that people are conversant on, is conflict resolution to an extent. But they do mm-hmm. not know how to apply it to their unique situations. And if there is something that no one really places, which I think everyone has, uh, is what we call emotional intelligence. Mm. You basically know how to hold your own when your spouse hits up, you know, in an argument. You know how to keep calm, you know, and uh, you know how to really make him or her see your point without you throwing back a tantrum or a spat at them. And someone was very, very confrontational with me the other day, the Sunday that we had the men's, the Saturday that we had a men's dialogue. And then after the session, this guy says, no, you're misleading the people uh, by this and this and this and this. I said, okay, show me how. He could not uh, because he kept on telling me about church history. And then I said, but which church are you talking about? And he said to me, what are you talking about? I said, but you must tell me which church are you talking about? Mm. And then he just couldn't get through that. And uh, went on and went on. And I said, okay, what I believe is that let us take your philosophy and say for now your philosophy is correct. And let us say my philosophy is wrong. So what I'm going to do, I am going to follow you on your philosophy so that I can see what is it that makes you to be so sure that it is right. But I'm going to choose to be wrong uh, so that I can follow your philosophy. And your philosophy uh, must show me where I'm wrong. But if you can't show me where I'm wrong, then you and I are going to have a serious, serious issue. Uh, because I'm going to bring mine. And when I bring mine, I'll be showing you all the facts. Now, uh, he continued to, to speak, but I continued to speak calmly. I continued to speak and say, remember, if I respond to you, it is not personal. And I say, yeah, I think you're taking it personal. Eh? I said, no, 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 it's not personal. Uh, I engage with you because I think this is a robust uh, communication. But I showed him his mistake. And he ended up saying, I repent, I repent, I repent. Uh, accept that I repented. I said, no, but you can only repent towards the Father. You can't towards me. I can't measure your repentance, but the Father can see if your repentance is in contrition, contrite heart and spirit. Mm-hmm. And you, you repent to the Father, not to me. 
you know, uh, because Mina, I have not taken any offense. I am glad that this conversation took place, and that is why I am talking to you the way I am. Right? Mm-hmm. That is emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Number one, the boy was annoying me. Number two, what he was arguing with me when I started writing the first page, he was two years old. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was two years old. I mean, uh, he is 32. And when I was writing these things that I'm talking about, he was two years old. There's so much research that has gone into this. And then I remember saying, and okay, what, what, what kind of, of research have you based this on? Uh, have you studied empirically? Have you studied this, studied this thing academically, spiritually, and what and what and what? Neither of these things. But I think it's the dogma and doctrine that people get. And mm-hmm. even about marriage is the dogma and doctrine that people get. And they would say, umfaz finally so or in daughter my ngangsha ikushugutaing tand. You know? Yeah, umaganga luinam gushuguti agang furstanigat. If she can cook better than my mother, um, and, and they can't handle these absolutes which they have created for themselves. And these absolutes will uh, continuously fan the fire of conflicts. And these are absolutes that the people who are getting married need to debunk. You know, and to do away with, to eliminate, to lazy beans They need to do that. And when they don't do that, they continue with the spats of conflict that create all these things that carry on to pile up in files. And then they end up being in that reality we spoke about. Uh, where you said a solution of saying don't go to bed angry and say, but mm. how, how many couples do that? You know, you'll find less than 5% of couples are doing that. And it's not because of the conflict ends, but it's because of the connection that the conflict ends has with the other aspects that they have had two years, three years, two weeks, three, three days ago, you know. And so this continues to build up until it becomes a war. We need to be careful on that. What's your take? Yeah, I like the, the, the example you just gave us, you know, clearly even in that situation, mm. you know, counter, uh, counter-attacking during that um, engagement would mm. not have solved your issue or also even helped you to form a compromise. Yes. And also it does not allow... Um, you to influence the other persons, you know, in, in the decision-making process of whatever it is we're having a discussion about. Mm. So it's equally the same in, in marriage. If we exist to counteract one another, it becomes a problem. You know, we need to be open to being influenced by our partners positively and to be the person who's always rejecting the influence of another person um, is the dangerous move mm. because I believe that you know, like even in your introduction, you said that all of us, we, we do have these heated discussions with one another, yeah. you know, in our marriages. Yes. And I believe that, you know, marriage can absolutely survive uh, moments of anger, moments of complaints, moments of criticism, and even, you know, some longer periods of negativity, mm. you know, if conflict is managed in a healthy and respectful way.
Yes, you know, we can yes. flourish because uh, we understand that conflict is, is, is providing us an opportunity to grow as a couple. Mm. You know, but, you know, we, we, we must be careful not to get into too much trouble when we always trying to match negativity with negativity instead of, you know, uh, uh, working towards making repairs, you know, to, to manage uh, the, the conflict also, it's important to note that we don't respond to conflict the same as men and, and women. You know, uh, men are more prone to just don't warning you. They'll just stop engaging you. They'll just, you know, cut themselves off. And on another side, we will be behind you trying to always make our point heard and trying for you to take our position. But without being open also to be influenced by you. So I think, you know, when, whenever you come into a marriage, you must understand that you must come into this marriage willing for the rest of your life that there are instances and, 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 and you know, areas of, of even things that I'm, I'm, I believe in fully that I must allow my partner to be able to influence me mm. and not become this person, you know, who, who, who is a, a know-it-all and, you know, we, we can learn from one another as people. We can learn from men to say, okay, how do I walk away, get some quiet time and come back and, and have a positive, you know, engagement with you as opposed, and men can also learn to say, okay, maybe you talk too much, but how do I meet you halfway to say, you know, if there's an issue, give me give me a day or so, let's come back and talk about it. So I, I, I think there, there, there are positives and negatives when you go to the extreme in our behavior as men and women, whenever we are trying to, to, to deal with these things. And emotional intelligence is an important thing to have. You know, sometimes you don't divorce because you don't love one another, because uh, you, 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 you know, you're having financial problems. Sometimes your partner is just lacking in, in emotional intelligence, which means that not only can they not manage their own emotions, but they cannot even manage yours, you know. Hey. So, so, so the other day, just a week ago, this lady sent me a voice note to confirm this in Cartel, I'm tired. And I could feel, you know, in her voice that she's tired. She says, I wake up in the morning, I prepare the kids, and, you know, I do everything while my husband is sleeping. He says, he works from home, and then I must do the drop-off of the kids. He wakes up, he just takes his laptop, he works his, the whole day, I must, I must clean the house. She says that, uh, and a blanket fell. And then he just, uh, stood at the window, looked at the blanket, went back, sat on his laptop, and continued to work. She says, we went away for the weekend, and we came back, and we realized we came down on a project that must hand over on Monday. I woke up at 5 in the morning. He watched me struggle with the project, and not even offered to help to say, can I help you? What do you need? Until I asked for help. And even then, I had to come from that project and go prepare the kids for school and drop them off. So to me, that tells me that that man lacks the emotional intelligence to feel for another person. Mm. And, and even when they see you frustrated and working so hard, you know, they, they, nothing says to the person, send up help. You know, a person with emotional intelligence will say, okay, go fix the kids. Let me take over the project. What do you need? You know, she says that day she went into a room, sat in her room all day. She says mm. when she came out of her room, the dishes that the husband was using the whole day were in the sink. So, you know, that, that is a lack of emotional intelligence, not being able to manage your own emotions and other people as well, and not being able to, to feel for another person to say, but this person is working hard or this person is going through. Sometimes even though, like some women, they like to clean, but there'll be days where they actually want you to give them a break. Emotional intelligence uh, uh, gives you that, that, that uh, insight to say, today my wife is tired, maybe don't cook, I'll cook. Mm.
Mm. You know, mm. things like mm. that. And and it's not like people are saying we don't love one another. It's just to say this person does not have the emotional intelligence to actually be the leader of our household. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is said when things um, culminate into that. Uh, I think at some stage, uh, Prophet, we need to do what we call a marital seminar. I know people mm-hmm. who do marriage seminars and stuff, but let's do a marital seminar. Uh, and then I think we, we really need to do it. Uh, yes, we, we really need to do it. A powerful one. And uh, uh, get sponsorships that would get into it. And then bring many people whom the father has been using in the therapy of marriage. Mm. Uh, because in the light of everything that we discussed, I see we've discussed so many pains of many people. You know, people come and sit at your desk and they talk all these things. You know, people come and sit at my desk in counseling. People come and do what we call premarital counseling. They get married six six months down the line. Eh, 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 eh. It's such fights like you've never seen before. And actually, mm-hmm. sometimes you discover, hey, this person had this girl all along and they won't leave this girl. You know, mm-hmm. I remember one friend of mine, a former friend of mine writing to me and saying, it was so bad to see that this man does not want to leave the guy. Uh, anai. Uh, I mean, the, the lady Lo Anai. Uh, doesn't want to leave this person actually ended up saying is either you are actually living up to to accept this you know you must just accept this and the poor lady was forced to accept Gucci long before long before next maybe you know but ushate but long hey so so yeah so really it brings us to that nevertheless when we come back we need to profile we need to profile her and see what she is about when we come back. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You're at 657 AM. Radio carrying 24 hours a day. Radio buzzing of life.
657 AM. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Father is doing you well. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. Still talking to Prophet Lingwen Timba on a different note. I'd like us to know her better. And many people had been saying, uh, who is she? She speaks with a small voice, but the advice and the wisdom. Yeah. You know? And uh, those who always listen to us will know that she would always uh, say, if you want to join them, you must go to Dobsonville Hall uh, every Sunday. Uh, that is between 9 and 12. Ne? Mm. Uh, and then you can go there, you can meet them there. There was a time I looked at some of the clips. I saw her with some of the faces that I knew. Abu, uh, Stephen, Mulaki, Bebala, Payan. People that mm. I knew then you know, uh, uh, ministering there. I said, okay, it looks like a come-together of the legends there. So there's a... Music galore. Hey, well, music galore. And hey, you instrument. Hey, Bonile, hey, instrument. Now, Prophet, how did it come to be? You are a minister... You are pastoring a church. Mm-hmm. You are a wife. You are a mother. How did it come about? Um, you know, it, it, it happened by accident. Almost everything in my life happened by accident. Mm. <clears throat> so before me, my mother was the leader of the church. Mm. And um, I didn't necessarily have an intention of becoming the leader of the church. But um, my mom passed away prematurely at 59 from cancer Mm. yeah and um you know it became apparent that there was no other person you know the finger was pointing at me Mm. and um i had a conversation with god and i said to god you know i don't like the the narrative currently you know that uh, people are starting churches because they're hungry they want to survive you know they want to make money churches are like money-making schemes Mm. And I, I said to God, and I make an agreement with him, and I said to God, you know, if you have called me, provide for me. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. and he has been, you know, graceful and gracious to me in, in that um, not only am I doing that, I'm in business, um, and I'm also creating products because I'm always saying to young people, you know, if you're looking at billionaires, they, they don't do crypto and don't only all these get rich quick schemes. They yeah. have something to sell. They have a product. So each and every one of us, we are good at something. Mm, mm, you know, mm. there is something that you can bring to the market that the market can actually, you know, enjoy and, and, and benefit from. So think along those lines because currently, you know, no one is going to save you. There are no jobs. So we need to create our own parallel economy and market, especially, you know, as as black people, Mm. especially as people who are unable to go maybe uh, beyond university, because right now even graduates are sitting with their degrees. So we we need to look at people to say, you know, if the government won't save us, how do we save ourselves? All of us are good at something, create something of value and take it to the market. That's just my motto in life. Mm. And if I feel like I have something of value. I explore how I can make an income from it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And when it does, it's always good. Sure. Now, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm going back a bit. Uh, I'm taking it slow as we go. 
because I want to come at, you said you also make products, but I, I, I'd come to that. Now, you went into a ministry, you, you have told us how you have gone into a ministry. Mm-hmm. But you also are an academic. I am. And uh, you, you are qualified. And uh, what is it that you do with your qualifications? Well, <laughs> the funny thing about my qualification is that I've not used it in over 10 years. Mm. Um, you know, but I am a qualified cost account- accountant. Yeah. Um, I practiced for about um, 10 years or so before I, I left that and went into project management. And even within the project management space, it was important to keep developing myself mm. and making myself familiar with whatever was happening at the time. Mm. You know, so, yeah, I, I, I am educated. Um, I did go to school. I did not just open a church to show money. <laughs> I'm called by God. Yeah. That's important. It's important. We need to uh, be vocal about this. People need to, we need to lead people back to God. We need to start changing this narrative, especially as leaders of our churches. People need to see us working. We are called to take care of the people, not for them to take care of us. Now, uh then you went into business. You left, you know, uh, accounts which which I actually say to myself, how could you leave such an industry that has so much money, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you did what my wife did. She left accounting and, and she, she left being this chartered accountant and she went into academics. But now I, I don't regret, you know, with the advancements she has, she mm-hmm. has made. Now, you went into business. You went into uh, a business that that employs people, isn't it? Yes, yes. And the, the first uh, business I actually did was with the municipality where we were doing um, consulting and strategic planning. Mm. So we were just helping them with their KPEX budget, um, building infrastructures across housing and making sure that people you know, have electricity. That was my first business. Um, and then going please, up, please, going from please, me, please explain it a bit. When you say we made sure that people have electricity, uh, uh, I know you're speaking it so humbly, but you, you're the first people that put sonas on top of the roofs. Yes, uh, well, well, that is before the business. Um, I was a project manager at ESCOM, mm. and I was a manager for the solar water heating program. So the first, first if people will remember. In 2008, we had the very first load shedding. Yeah. And at that time, um, our president was President Zuma, and he had decided to allocate about $4 billion, mm. um, to install solar users across South Africa to reduce the pressure on the grid. Mm. So um, I was the project manager there. That's where I actually caught the bug for, for entrepreneurship, and I thought, I could do this. Mm. You know, I could, and, and I could do more change outside of the red tape of government, yeah. you know, and, 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 and actually make an impact and, and, and do, you know, wonderful things. Of course, it has not always been easy, but, mm. you know, we've made it work. We've, we've been part of teams that are, you know, uh, rolling out the first um, smart meters in the country. Um, you know, we were also involved with maintaining and, and you know, refurbishing transformers. Some people don't even know that the transformers that they have right now are over 100 years old. Mm. You know, mm. that's why we're having all these issues. You can't even find the path for those transformers, so they keep failing. And, you know, transformers are not necessarily cheap equipment, so it's not easy to just you know, replace across the country. Mm. You know, but it's, mm. it's exciting to be part of that change 
you know, where you are in the middle of, of things that are going to benefit our country in the future. And it's important that we have these skills, you know, um, as, as, as people to say, how, how, do, how do you maintain a transformer? You know, how do you refurbish one from scratch? How do you do all these things? It's important that we have that as people because if we're looking at the world around us, it is changing. Mm. It is changing. Mm. And um, a, a time is going to come where we, these skills that we're getting are going to come and change it because, you know, we're going to have to do these things for ourselves as, as Africans. Sure. I get what you're saying, and I am touched. <laughs> and uh, 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 it's just too much, you know, for a person to leave so many professions that are promising and to venture into something, to venture into something and do that, move with that for a while, venture into something. Uh, and you remind me of a friend of mine called Bob Mabena. I, I used to call him a radio trotter. Like, you would, mm-hmm. he would go to a radio station that does not even have a, an audience that listens to his likes. <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I get what you're saying. So when we come back, I'd like us to look into some of the things that you do. And I'm going to touch on the issue of you being a mother. And then how there's this business also, another thing that you started because you're a mother. And this is to encourage many mothers to start looking at themselves and starting to do something. Uh, mm. There are those mothers who basically are unemployed and they're looking forward to the salary that their man is bringing at home. And at the end of the month, like today, solo anyamalele kuplek Friday, a carton mm. center. That oh, old mama, I am because today is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> today is your birthday. Yeah. When we come back, let's uh, look into that. Share the love. Share the truth. Share the life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Imagine a place where young people can get answers to difficult questions. Seek advice on issues that they struggle with. Listen to uplifting music and find relevant and godly content that can help them shape their identity. All this while also having fun in a safe space and environment. Well, the new I Am Youth website is just the place where you can find this and so much more. Go to iamyouth.co.za for an experience that will stay with you for life. I am youth. Life explained. You're at 657 AM. Radio with the truth in its voice. Welcome back. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Father is doing you well. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. The final part of this Shemwen uh, Timba is also uh, innovative. Let me use the word innovative when it comes to business. I mean people who uh, understand my lingo from Atrishville. When we say it means this person doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Basically, this person is sitting on top of their hands. Now, there are things that you innovate um, because you looked into things. I was challenged by how you innovated something and you said, no, I innovated this because I realized that there was so much money 
our spending on taking care of the kids in this aspect. And so I innovated this, and boom, this thing became a business. Yo, I am challenged by that, mm. very much challenged by it. Tell me about it. So I've got uh, two girls, and then I'm the third. Yeah. So I just, I realized that, you know, on her product, I was spending so much. Mm. Um, and also, my daughter, last one, has eczema. Yeah. There, there is no tub I don't have because you buy that, she's allergic. You buy that, she reacts. You buy that. Mm. You know, so I was I was looking for like a 100% organic product that I could trust mm. to even not only just put on her hair, also on her body. Mm. And because, you know, children with eczema have extremely dry skin. Yes. So, you know, um, I, I'm that person. I always look into things um, and, and try to solve a problem. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I developed these products. And in the beginning, I was just doing it for family. Mm. So I would just get a call. Hey, my hair is falling. Uh, spray, and I would just mix and give people, yeah. you know. And and that, that's just how I did it for years, you know. And also with me working in such highly stressful environments, yeah. whenever I'm, I'm in a stressful, stressful, stressful project, my hair will start to fall out, mm. you know. Or whenever I'm experiencing, you know, emotional turmoil, like when my mom passed away, my hair would fall out. Mm. And you find that, uh, you know, you've got these patches, you know, alopecia uh, areata. Alopecia, yes. Yes, mm. you have these patches of hair that you're missing. Yeah. So, you know, what, what, what has been helpful to me is that if I have the right product, you know, even I go through those issues, then I, my hair doesn't fall out because there isn't anything I tried off the shelf. Um, you know, uh, there was a, a medication, but then uh, when I read that if you stop using it, your hair will fall again, I was like, no. Um, I can't even drink anti- antibiotics until I finish them. So I know at some point I'm going to stop taking these pills. So I can't afford to lose my hair. Mm. So then I came up with a solution for that. And I created this product. And I just thought, you know, other women can benefit from them too, you know. And, and, and we need to understand, you know, I always say to, to people and women in particular, there's no ceiling. And mm. there is no market that is saturated. There are customers out there that are just for you. Yeah. You know, so if hey. you want to start something, Oscar, no, there is a market for you, specifically for you, your customers just for you. So don't, don't do that. How can I go, 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 go this can, for example? There's an aisle that is full of products. Summaries. They don't say it's oversaturated and what, what, and what, what. And every time you go, you'll find a new product of something. Mm. But when we must do something to uplift ourselves, the first thing, and, and you must also ask yourself, who told us that the market is saturated so we cannot enter these markets, whatever it is. Some people make candles, some people make whatever it is that you make, soap, whatever it is that you are good at doing. You know, there's no reason why as people in South Africa right now we must be poor. Yeah, you know, absolutely. because we've got hands, we've got brains to think, we've got. Now, I was saying to somebody, you know, if you even look during the apartheid era, you know, you have like people who are millionaires. Mm, you know, mm, black like mm. me was black owned and, <laughs> yeah, and black absolutely. managed, and you know, and we all, you know, back to that product up, and we have it in ourselves to do that for each other now. Mm. You know, all, all, all these issues, we can at least eliminate financial difficulties from our, our family structure. Yeah. You know, yeah. by yeah. supporting one another, by going out there and doing something with the skills and the knowledge that we have. You know, and, and I don't like the word, yeah, yeah, side hustle, because that's not our thing. 
you know, I, it, it would be a pain for us to adopt the culture of having three jobs, four jobs, because your main job cannot provide. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, I don't like us to push that narrative, but I'm saying find something that you enjoy, that you're passionate about, and, and have that thing at least alleviate some form of financial pressure from your household. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what is it that you produce, and how does it work? Okay, so I've got um, a couple of, of products that I have. Um, I've got a hair butter, mm. I've got a hair conditioner, and I've got the air, the heckles of spray. So people who, who, who understand how these things work, especially women, I know Horeban Kukwela, <laughs> you know, so when we have, I've, I've, I haven't relaxed my hair, I think, in over 15 years. And mm. it, it takes a lot to take care of our Afro hair. And if you just leave it like that, it becomes hard and painful. So I'm always saying to people, there's no reason why your hair must be painful or unmanageable if you're using the right product. So um, if you if you have, like, your conditioner that softens your hair, your oil that protects your hair and locks in all the moisture, you know, and the conditioner that also uh, ensures that your, your scalp is healthy, then you are able, you know, to, to focus on other things other than your hair. And I also want to change how people see our natural hair. I was in corporate with my hustle, you know. Mm. And if you Google what is the most unprofessional hairstyle, hustle will come up. Yeah. You know, or, 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 or dreadlocks will come up, mm. or braids will come up, you know. So I, for me, I'm always being intentional in spaces that I occupy to say, this is us, we are African, we are proudly African. You know, it, it does not have to be dirty or unprofessional or anything like that. We embrace it as natural as it is because it's given to us by God. Yeah, it's given to us by the Most High. Mm. And uh, people at times would want to access these. Is there a website or something where they can speak to you? Yes, there is a website. Um, I think the easiest thing is to just inbox me. I know other people are not on TikTok, mm. either on WhatsApp or on TikTok. And then I'll send you the link to the website where you can go through the products and see what I'm doing. And I'm open also to advising other women who want to do things and, and pointing them to the right places where can get the raw products to do what they need to do because we need to, you know, in 2024, we are not going to be hungry. That is my motto. 2024, no. No, yeah, we are not going to be hungry. We, we are going to really enjoy ourselves. All right, what's the final words you want to say to women entrepreneurs and uh, what are your, are you still looking forward to to going on into business, venture into things, uh, you know, uh, f- fall into some of the things you did not want to fall into, but find business opportunity also there? Or is there a time that will be coming where we'll just be mom, you know, lounging and all that? Are you going to sing again? Are you going to release an album? What's going on? What's the future? You know, I'm, 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 I always, I'm the person who, who lives in the moment. So for me, I'm about opportunity. All right. I'm about um, demand. Okay. I'm about creating these opportunities sometimes for myself. Mm-hmm. So if there is an opportunity for me to do other things, I'm going to do them. I'm not going to stop doing them, especially if it's things that I love. But on the highly stressful, you know, uh, project and, and work, I'm hoping to retire by 50, God willing. <laughs> and then beyond 50, just do the things I love. I'm at peace when I'm... 
you know, mixing my products, going out there, getting mm. my, my branding going. Those things I truly enjoy doing because they are less stressful. They are things I love. They are things I'm passionate about. You know, even when you have a challenge, it does not even look like a challenge, mm. you know, uh, because it's the thing that you love. So I'm hoping that by, by beyond 60, that's what I'll be doing. Another thing uh, I, that I do, I need my own deodorant for my kids. So my, one of my daughters, I don't know what it is with children these days, and mm. um, I'm pissed that I've been some kids, like two of them. Yeah, and, and I, I could not, you know, use like your traditional oil or non she was a baby. Mm. So I, I've been making her deodorant from since she was a baby till now. And uh, I think someone has asked me, when are you going to monetize this? I said, no, I'm not going to monetize this. This I'm going to give free to the people. You know, so 2024, I am hoping to be able to do that and take it to the schools and help other children as well. You know, because, you know, it, 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 I think to my 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 daughter sweats a lot. If I if I if I as a parent don't you know stand and take care of her, I know that she would be very, very funky. And other children don't enjoy that. You know, in, in, in their homes where there's a parent who is always chuckling and, and watching over these things. In, in fact at a certain age they don't even care. They just want to play and sweat. Yeah. It's on us to make sure that they have all the right things. So that one, I'm going to do it myself and I'm going to give it to the children across the school for free because we don't want our children, you know, to be bullied because of Khamafashi. Yes. I hear you. May the Father bless you and may you be able to do uh, so much amounts of that. Thank you so much. And how do people reach out to you? People can send me a WhatsApp. On zero eight three two nine four three double one seven zero eight three two nine four three double one seven yes or you can send me an email saying us one two zero six at gmail dot com when you have time you can join us on Sunday at Mobu Pillar Hall in Dobsonville and um, we start at nine we are out by twelve o'clock the latest and yeah or you can follow me on TikTok saying you and Dima inbox me and engage with my content I'm open. Thank you so much. We talk to you the coming me week. Much blessings to you. Thank you for having me. I've missed you so much. I've missed uh, um, being able to communicate with the people. Yes. Um, I love being here. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. And may the Father bless you. And to our listeners, may the Father bless you abundantly. Till we talk again, we give the Most High, Yahuwah Elohim, all the glory, the majesty and honor. There's none like Him. Shalom. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The word for today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and life.
a winning team on the road to eternity.